0: guys welcome to another episode of more than a podcast as always it's your host james back to give you guys more of the greatness so let's do what it does and get right into it um we got a really good episode today because this one like the uh, last episode is based on um you know feedback from the community and you know the polls that i've been running and it's actually really weird because um I was not expecting uh, this particular um, topic to win. Uh, there was there was one topic, I believe it was horror movie icons, that was winning the race for the majority of the week, and uh, this one just really snuck by and and uh, caught the lead convincingly. You know, it wasn't just by a few points; it was it was a convincing stance. So, you know, um, this is the clear cut winner. So today. What we're going to talk about is a video game series that's been out for more than, you know, a decade and has been uh, really a staple in in video games and how they can um, basically live a life uh, beyond, you know, the the expectations of the people that develop them. And at you know some point in this series going forward. It was up to these uh, corporations to really figure out how to market that lifespan. So we'll talk a lot about that and what series could I be bringing up other than The Sims. So we're going to be talking about The Sims today. The Sims is actually um, one of my favorite games uh, of all time. It'll definitely make my top 25 um possibly would make my top 10 but you know it, it would there would need to be a lengthy discussion about the games uh outside of that that would be running against it but yeah it's a it's a it's been a really uh cool game as far as i've experienced it so yeah let's uh let's talk about it so for those that are uninitiated or you know you're a bit younger and just have no inkling on what exactly this is, where it came from. I'm going to give you everything you need to know so we're all up to speed and on the same page. So um, The Sims, in in essence, is basically a life simulator. Okay, so it's a life simulator. Uh, it was produced by one of the all-time great uh, video game producers named Will Wright. Uh, he is also the creator of uh, Sim City, And that's pretty much where the inspiration came from you know in in a, in a way so you know SimCity was super popular back in the 90s and i think that you know in some way there was a thought you know from gamers and developers and whomever you know what is it like to live down there you know to like you know you're developing these cities but what is it really like for the people down there and i mean It wouldn't take a rocket scientist to really figure that, you know, there's potential in, you know, uh, developing a game that can speak to the uh, game players from a different perspective. Uh, So but uh, the original game came out in uh, February of 2000. And I still remember the first time I saw the game. I had a family friend. I mean, who just burst in the house uh, with their laptop and they were like, you have to check this game out. This game is amazing. Oh, my goodness. And it was super funny because it's one of those games that and there's it, there's very few times that this ever happens in history where something really just changes the face of how, you know, like how they say this is going to change everything. This was one of those games and, um, you know, like it seems simple in concept because when you say this is a this is a life simulator, you're like, OK, well, that's it. But it's like it's a little bit more than that, because within the, the life simulator, you know, there's the management of your avatar, which you as a person take on a very critical level. Because it's you, you know, because you've built this avatar to be you in this game. And this is one of the first times that I believe that I've actually cared more or equal to a game character than I did myself. But we'll get into that all later. So, yeah, two, uh, 2000, the game came out. Um, this game was really, really popular when it first came out. Um I mean, it was always sold out. You could barely ever find it on the shelves, and they had a huge boom. Uh, So much, in fact, that they actually released console versions of it because this game originally released on the PC. And Will Wright is known for you know creating PC games. Um, You know he's dabbled in consoles here and there, but you know it it wouldn't fool anybody uh, to say like. You know, the Sims had the potential to be a console, uh, a a PC exclusive, but they would be nuts, especially with the backing of uh, Electronic Arts, which is uh, they're actually the company that gave him the go ahead for the Sims. Uh, Maxis did not believe in his inspiration for the game, which his his personal inspiration was that he had lost a family home. Uh, that had burned down. I believe it was in Oakland, California. I'm not sure, somewhere in California. And um, you know, he spent a time in his life where he had to replace a lot of items and and you know things that that you know he detailed as as you know mem- memories and things you know just some some irreplaceable things, some very replaceable. But he had to spend a lot of his time building his life back from scratch. And in doing that, you know, being the wonderful creator he is, he said, I believe I can make a game out of this. And he presented it to Maxis. They weren't convinced. But when EA uh, bought Maxis, they were like, dude, you you know, you you helped us. You know, we we published your game uh, SimCity and put it out and you made us a bunch of money. And we think that you can make us a bunch more money um, with this concept of of living. uh a life you know on on a, on a computer screen and man were they not mistaken i mean the game took off like wildfire like it, it's still one of the big i believe their franchise is over 110 million uh units sold over the entirety or the entire franchise um and they're still making games you know like their recent expansion just released you know um, in 2021 so they're still going strong um so yeah in 2003 they released a ps2 and xbox and gamecube uh version of the sims so that gave uh those people who didn't have a pc an ability to experience this phenomenon uh, that was uh the sims um you know again, the concept was really simple. You, you know, you create the avatar, um, you know, you start, you, you have the, you have these starting attributes that were based on your aspirations. So, you know, um, you, you, you know, you can ideally want to build a sim to get a job. You know, I think the jobs at the time, they were really simple jobs. Like, I think you could be like a reporter, a police officer, a doctor or scientist or something, something along those lines. But, it was super funny because it all really <clears throat> started with, you know, you going out and getting a newspaper to find to look to read through the ads and, um, you know, find your job. And, you know, the job, uh, you know, involved getting promotions, you know, once you met particular criteria within your uh, attributes um, and every time, you know, that there was a promotion that would come up, you'd have, you know, they, they'd they show you a window Within a particular, so if you were a chef, they'd say, "Okay, if you want to get the next promotion, you know, you need to get your cooking skills up to, you know, uh, two more points." And you know, you 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 amassed those points by, you know, uh, having the day to day experience or reading books and stuff like that. It was super, just, I mean, it 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 was so detailed, and to me, that was one of the awesome things. But it became so hectic because. You know, uh, getting a promotion meant you work different hours, working different hours. You would have people come over, um, you know, you couldn't find enough time to sleep and then get up for work on time. And then if you, you know, if you woke your sim up, you know, through I call it the hand of God, because, you know, you could you could let them wake up when they want to or you can just wake them up. And if you wake them up, they could be, you know, uh, tired as all heck and then they come back on one cell of energy and fall asleep on the floor it was comedy but it was a whole lot of fun um you know you can customize and you can build your house um you know with the money that you amass um from the job system and again this is like i said with the inspiration of will Wright. uh this involves a lot of you know progressive growth so you know you start off in kind of like a shack kind of house but then like most you know domesticated people who live in neighborhoods you know um you you may think about um improving your home maybe you want uh, an extra room um to build onto or maybe you want to add a pool to the spacious backyard that you have um I had a neighbor who added, you know, who took a one story house and just made a whole second story like like it was just crazy. I was like, what? <laughs> it like just made a whole a whole new story, um, which which is cool. It's it's awesome. But you can do that same thing uh, in The Sims. Um, you know, you again, you had to monitor your Sims, um, you know, and it and again, it it was it, it became it just became it became really difficult just in line of how they switched around like because when you got a job you know like the normal nine to five but then when you get a promotion it would be like from like um you know 12 to seven or something like that and and it's and it's still like in its real in its real time basis it's like Okay, yeah, I'm gonna get enough sleep at this end, but then I'm gonna come back and be dog tired because I still gotta eat and I still gotta go take a shower. And if you didn't do one of the other things, you were just gonna be all in a rut, and it was just it was the worst. Um, the Sims one um, was so successful that they actually, uh, and I don't know if this was pre-planned. I really don't like to think that it was pre-planned, but they had um, they had seven expansions. They had seven expansions um, that they created to uh, to give that game uh, more life. The I would say like the first, nah, I'll be real. I'll be honest because The Sims 1 I was really into and I, I got every expansion except Living Large. Living Large was the only one I didn't get and I think it's because I had the deluxe version. That's right. I did buy the deluxe version and the deluxe version was uh, Living Large expansion Uh, with the Sims original uh, uh, release. Um, But they had other uh, expansions. They had a house party, which uh, allowed you to throw shindigs at your home. A hot date, which allowed you to go out on a date. Uh, Vacation, obviously, you know, that is unleashed, uh, was their introduction to uh, pets, to the pet system. Um which you know you gotta you're having hard enough time keeping uh keeping yourself alive now you have to worry about dogs and cats, um, superstar and and it's always funny and you'll you'll see that trend when I talk about the other expansions, um, the the longer the expansions go the more ridiculous they get and superstar was like the beginning of their ridiculousness because this one allowed you to have the aspirations to be. Um, A superstar. I believe it was you could either be a movie star uh, or you could be a musician um, or you could be uh, I I can't remember. There were there were a few, but you could. Yeah, you could do these. I think it like a no, not a news anchor. That was that. No, that's not a superstar. But um, but you could you could have these different aspirations that were, you know, like you could become a celebrity. Um, They actually had celebrities in that game um Avril Lavigne was huge back in the day so she was in the game I think Christina Aguilera was in the game Jennifer Lopez was in the game um there was a bunch of people that were in the game um I think even Drew Carey was in uh one of the games I think it was house party um but he would only you know like he'd only show up if you had like a heck of a party kind of like um what's that Animal Crossing where uh you know the dude when you you know you got to you, you build your island up so you so he can come over and 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 do the concert it was kind of like that so you know if you you wanted Drew Carey to come out on the screen and and you know uh make himself known you had to do a whole bunch of you know stuff to get yourself in party mode but uh yeah they they had seven seven expansions um oh and then they had uh making magic making magic was actually one of my favorite expansions because in in all of its ridiculousness um this was around the time of the popularity of Harry Potter. So, you know, a lot, a lot of what I was experiencing in the game, I was kind of emulating from, uh, from, you know, the books at the time. And yeah, it was pretty cool. So, um, yeah, so they, so they, they rode that way for as long as they could, but they weren't, you know, they were not blind to the fact that they were um succeeding and they were succeeding handsomely so it was it would not be a foolhardy thought for them to do what they did which was already be in development of their second game so in um 2004 they released the sims 2 um and in the sims 2 the sims 2 was a was different because um they went from the isometric view because it was because you could you could sh- i believe you could shift around the uh the camera but um and you can go close in and stuff but everything kind of stay you couldn't get in front of it or you couldn't weave around to look at your sim from the face side or anything like that it was isometric but in uh, sims 2 um, they finally went 3d uh, which allowed you to have more of a customized look and feel to the experience of you playing, you know, your Sim. Um, And aging became a larger factor in this game. Um, You know, like you could, you you could age in, in the other one, I believe. Um, But, but it, it it was a bigger staple to say, like, you're starting from here going to now live it out because you only got a limited amount of time. Um, And a lot of, a lot, well, no, I won't even say a lot because this is going to be a working trend as well. But there were certain features that were implemented in the first game that were kind of staples to help make the second game a little bit more robust. But they still kind of came out with the expansion packs, you know, in a, in a, in a trough, in a heave of, of just content. Um, they were really successful when they released uh, 2004. They actually sold a million copies in ten days. So people were clamoring and ready for you know the next step in what you know would ultimately become uh, one of the biggest franchises. Uh, this particular game had eight expansion packs, and then they introduced something different. They they introduced what they called stuff packs. Now the reason that the stuff packs is important is because in the Sims, in the original Sims, you know, um, as PC users uh, can do and usually do, uh, there was a lot of customized content because nobody was truly happy with just the bare minimum of things that were offered for your Sims. And a lot of people did go a bit over the top and not, not in a bad way because what I mean is, you know, people really exercised their creative uh, geniuses into saying, "Hey, what if I could just make a skin for Superman? What if I could make a skin for um, for uh, you know Green Lantern?" Like honestly, I think I had every single sim dressed up as somebody from the Justice League of America. So, and then I mess around through a party, and it's like the J, the JLA is like at my house. So it, it was it was cool. I remember I used to have all the skins for the X Men. Um, they had all kinds of random uh, skins, you know, Neo from the Matrix, Morpheus, uh, Trinity, you know, like you just had all these different skins and I believe they had different wallpapers and just a bunch of stuff to make it cool. But EA was not down with all that and they tried to shut that down really quick, fast and in a hurry. And this was a way for them to sort of satiate the creative need because and and it really wasn't because to create things for others isn't necessarily saying that they don't want to still create. You're just giving us more items because you think that's going to quell our need to, to create. And that's totally wrong. So they 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 gave more. Things stuff, but you still had to pay for it. So it was I, I don't know, it was just really weird. And I think that their motivation behind divvying up you know stuff they created versus stuff that the community could create just i think it it missed a big mark um but the expansions going back to those those were very unique and they were they were a bit different um from the uh original expansions in the original game uh university where you could uh have the aspirations to go to school uh nightlife uh, open for business, which was a really fun one. You you know, you could start an actual business and generate, you know, your own money as opposed to getting one of the standardized jobs. Um, pets, which that's going to be a running trend through the through the entire franchise. Pets being released as an expansion as opposed to being a, uh, a main staple in the major game uh, because they realized people love pets. People want to have pets. People want dogs, they want cats, they want hamsters, they want all kinds of stuff. And we're going to give it to them, but they're going to pay for it. Um, This one right here just really kind of, this was the beginning of EA with their shifty practices. Because the next expansion is, I mean, I'm just going to say the title and you're just going to roll your eyes. Seasons. Just the seasons. To have the seasons that we experience in daily life every single day to be a expansion that they probably charge 30 bucks for. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, their next one was called bond voyage, which that was more of a vacation, uh, type of deal. Then they had another one that, you know, makes you scratch your brain free time. So this one is where you, ex- your SIM could express the need to uh, participate in, hobbies in their free time so free time really isn't free time it's actually 30 bucks um and then there was another questionable one apartment life and I don't know if they were thinking that there was an un you know a community that was unspoken for because they really wanted to represent themselves and living in in their apartments I I don't know I mean because who wouldn't dream of owning their own house? that could have as many bedrooms as they wanted or whatever the case is. I I don't know. But yeah, apartment life was a thing. Um, At that point, they, uh, they actually started uh, releasing the games for consoles uh, again. And uh, this time it included the Nintendo DS. So, you know, they, they, um, they had the, the original Sims released for the PS2, and the xbox um but then they had a they had like a subset of games uh one being called the sims busting out and then another one called the herbs and they were just these offshoots from the original game but they were meant to be prioritized to uh console gamers just so you know because because the original series is such a simulated experience and i think what ea's thought was is that we need to put you know we're going to put this on console you know we can't necessarily emulate a true to life simulation on a console because consoles at the time weren't using keyboard and mouse so it was harder for them to really um you know think about how to how to do that properly on a console so instead they made these games that were more objective oriented um, and allowed you to do things that were bulleted for your SIM. Um, Moving on in 2009, they released uh, the Sims three and the Sims three, you know, like most sequels, uh, you know, did a lot in the right way, but then they also did a lot that kind of backstepped. So this one um, featured a more open world. You know, I think players, uh, over the years had been, you know, very expressive about uh, the number of places that they could potentially live and the type of places that they could potentially live. So this one was more of an open world. And um, it also had um, an, an integrated development tool for creators to create objects, clothing, hair, etc. cetera. And this was their answer to the custom creators who, you know, refused to accept, um, you know, the minimal that was given to them. And I, and honestly, I, I, you know, I swing on the side of those creators because, you know, over these years that I had been playing the Sims, right. Cause I, I I mean, I have all four, but I was only truly invested in like one and two. And it was up to three where I realized, okay, this is, this is, taking more money from me than i'm willing to give and you know when you think about a creator tool implemented in a game where creators can just do it for free with their own tools at home and just you know patch them in you know amongst the community what do we need your tools for you know like i don't go to my neighbor to use their hammer if i got my own but You know, they, they, again, thinking that they had what it took to quell the, um, the interest of creators and stop them from doing things on an outside scale, which no, that, no, it wasn't going to happen. People were still creating the things that they wanted to create and make it the game customized to their liking. So, you know, but they tried, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to knock them for trying, um, this game did, uh, you know, th- th- The Sims was still very popular, though, um, because where they sold a million in 10 days with The Sims 2, Sims 3 sold 1.4 in a week. So that's three days shy of what they did for the, the, the previous game. So they were rolling. They were really rolling. People were really enjoying, you know, um, the prospect of a, you know, e- evolving game. As long as it evolved, as long as it became better, and graphically, yes, you know the games always looked better, and you know the Sims became more expressive, which was really cool. Um, but again, I think I think on the back end of that, it's always just the running uh, process of those expansions. Um, they also implemented Sim Points. Um, which they gave away in promotions for different products and whatnot. But it was meant to be utilized in their in-game store. And again, this is just more EA hijinks um, to get people to spend money in ways that they possibly don't need to. But, you know, we were, I think at this point, you know, a lot of the microtransaction inception was still in its infancy. I don't think a lot of gamers got it, but they should have started getting it back when they were getting, you know, when they were creating like 7 and 9 expansions, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Um they turned around the next year and they released uh the The Sims 3 um for uh PS3 and Xbox 360. Um believe that Nintendo Wii also got a got a version. And um they also released uh, released it for uh, the 3DS. So this this right here is just like this screams catch grab, because when you think about like the Sims on console, like if you said, oh, they released the original Sims on the 3DS and I'd be like, OK, that's kind of cool. But to say like they released the Sims 3, which is supposed to be technically more advanced, you know, than the two predecessors of the series. And they put it on a handheld, like I, I I don't even know what that would look like. Um, but they did it, I guess. So, you know, more more money for them, right? And more expansions for us. And again, running gag, we'll just go through these expansions and you'll you'll catch the drift. So their first expansion was World Adventures. Um, this is where you can get your Indiana Jones on. Um their next one, one of the questionable ones, ambitions. ambitions were free in the first two games and now they're charging you for them um the next one is late night see this one is also one where i'm just like you know you've been making you know you've been making dating scenarios for the past you know two games and you can't implement it as just a like why why would i not want to have a night out after working all week like but i have to pay for it you know, in an expansion. Um, generations uh, is another one where uh, I believe this is the implementation of family living on beyond your death as long as you are producing offspring and you're able to live uh, as your offspring. Um, pets, again, again, <laughs> they're uh, charging you for pets. Showtime, uh, supernatural, again, seasons. Um, university life, island paradise, and into the future, and they also had you know like I said more stuff packs where they had more textures for you know um you know the houses and costumes and things of that sort and it and it's always so weird because you know I like they will make a, they will make a stuff pack for like. 15 different type of bushes with the same flower just different colors and then sell it to you and people are buying this stuff and that and and that's honestly why they keep making it because people keep buying it because people are trying to get their homes and their scenarios just perfect and i think this is just the waning support of the community at large because if you just let the community do it for you then you're not paying you know pretty much i mean i I would pay to support any any person to to you know help me you know um have a better experience as long as i'm not paying some over-the-counter price that's taking advantage of me you know uh but again i mean this is their game it's not mine uh in t- in uh, 2014 in 2014 we got the sims 4 so we're just trucking along with sim games um this one, this one was a pickle because I remember coming off of Sims 3 and going into Sims 4 and I swear I was playing the same exact game. But, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I personally didn't really enjoy the Sims 4. Um, I still don't. I Like, I, I'll, I'll load it up and then I'm kind of creating my character. And it just, I don't know, it just feels overwhelming and, and, and just not fun just overwhelming and not fun. Um and that's kind of how it was taken. I mean, it got generally favorable reviews when it first came out, but it was criticized because it had a lack of content, but again, we're getting into that that motion of these expansions being the bigger draw to, you know, this this series. And there's really nobody to blame but ourselves as game players because again, if you keep buying these expansions they're going to keep making these expansions so you know you can't really i can't really say it's a bad thing because people are buying the stuff and that's what business is all about so um this is this is probably the more the most ridiculous that these expansions have gotten um you know they i, I just like you again you you'll think about what we talked about with the first two games where, where i think that they were still a bit wholesome and right now, this is just ridiculous. So first expansion was get to work. So more jobs, I guess. Right. All right. Get together. So that's possibly the, you know, the house party theme, I guess. City living. Thought I was already in the city. All right. Uh, cats and dogs. Again, pets, just a different name. Seasons. Seasons. Again, (laughs) Um, get famous. So this is their superstar mode, I guess. Um, Island living, okay. Uh, Discovery University, Discovery University. So just another another school, uh, you know, expansion. Why can't the Sims just go to school? Um, Eco lifestyle. So this is more for the earth conscious people, which I guess that could be a market. Uh, You know, it's not something that you normally, uh, you know, uh, project out to you know the public and say oh we're so eco-friendly but you know if you want to make that statement and you want to draw in a different crowd that you're not sure whether you have them on your side or not, here's an expansion to do it. all right, I'm with it and then you got this one snowy escape this is this is the one that they just released for 20, um uh, 2021 and my thing is this why couldn't this just be a part of seasons? It's like if you give me seasons, you're obviously going to give me snow. And if you give me snow, why can't you just give me snowboarding and skiing and all the stuff you do in the snow? I don't know. I don't know. Now, this is the one where I am going to talk about the game packs. Because no, no, actually. Not this is this is their introduction to game packs. I'm sorry. Uh, We talked about uh, stuff packs which was like little trinkets here and there. Now this is game packs, right? So this is them giving you this is where they start to sell the features, okay? So outdoor retreat, spa day, dine out. So you okay, so think about that. You got you got a you got an expansion called City Living or Get Together. But you have to pay for a game pack called Dine Out. If I'm getting together, wouldn't that be possibly Dining Out if they weren't just coming over my house? Why is that like, why is this? Why does that cost anything? Um, vampires, which you're paying for an ability to customize in the style of a vampire, which I just feel like that should just be standard. They, they did it with the alien. I remember I remember at one point you could do green skin and now you know like you gotta pay for the right to be a vampire All right, parenthood you know again like it's a part it's the features it's like you woohoo and you gotta have the babies like so what, what are we talking about jungle adventures but we're already island living right like that's the expansion island living but jungle adventures okay strangerville I don't know what that is (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what that is. Realm of Magic. So this is back to their Making Magic expansion from years ago in the first game. Um, I don't. I don't. I, I don't get it. Um, and then Star Wars Journey to Batuu. Um, and 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 again on top of this, they were still selling stuff packs. Still selling stuff packs. So Sims Four. You know, in my experience, my personal experience, I haven't played anything beyond the base game. The base game is where I stopped. It's all that I have. And I refuse and I've been refusing for the past two games to invest any more of my money in the series. It's just been, you know, it's it's too much. It's too much of an ask because you expect that when a series goes on, that there is more of a robust implementation of features Especially when they're introduced previously, you expect them to be integrated going forward, not twisted around to be sold to you again in a different capacity. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Now, they did have other games and other features and other things that they uh, released. They had The Sims Online, which during the internet boom, uh, was a game that came out that gave the feature of living k- kind of like a PlayStation Home I think it was called kind of like that or what do they call Second Life it was like that um, but that got shut down quick because you know once people figured the internet was only good for like email and porn then <laughs> I'm just kidding but uh, <laughs> but yeah like when you figure that the internet is just the internet it's like this game ain't that good. So let me just get back to my regular Sim game. Um, they released the Sims stories series, which the Sims story series was based on the um, Sims 2 um, engine. Came around, came around at the same time as the Sims 2, um, but this was just an easier, more compatible way for people to play who didn't quite meet the specifications on their systems. Uh, So people would have laptops and stuff, want to play The Sims, couldn't play The Sims 2 because their systems couldn't handle it, Um, which that, to me, right there is just comical to even say. Um, But they did this story story series, and they did life stories, pet stories, and castaway stories. So that was something that people could kind of uh, lean on if they wanted to, uh, you know, play something else. They did the same thing for... um, for the Sims 3 um, in Sims medieval which had its own expansion in pirates and nobles um they also had a Sims free play or they do have a Sims free play which is basically uh, a monetized version of the Sims so it's kind of like pay as you want to experience so it's like you want to experience the bare minimum okay we'll give you that but in order to experience anything beyond this you're gonna have to pay for it um they have they had or i don't know if it's still running the sims social uh this was ran through facebook and they have the sims mobile so you can play the sims uh on your phone or tablet and it works you know i've played it it works but again this is monetized so You know, you're going to have to pay for every little thing that you get. And uh, that's how they keep making their money. Now, outside of that, uh, there was, you know, there's a few things that you can learn about The Sims. Um, They were actually in production to uh, create a movie. That's right. A movie about a video game. Who'd have thought? No, I'm just kidding, because there's been plenty of them. But most of them turn out really crappy. Um, and this one probably would have been in the running, as I I would forecast, as one of the worst video game movies of all time. Um, but uh, that got shut down really quick because when Disney acquired Fox, um, yeah, they just made a point to shut that down. Uh, it was not going to happen. I would say if they made it into like if Pixar made it, I'd be all for it. I could watch that. But this was supposed to be live action. And I was like, yeah, I'm not. I am not. I won't. Like, I've never been that into The Sims where I felt like this needs a movie. This totally needs a movie. Like, never. Um, Also, I don't know. I know in 2017 um, they held the guinness book of world records for the most expansions for a game series so think about all those expansions that i mentioned i probably said i'm pretty sure i said over 25 um that's a lot i don't think there's any other game that can compete short of like world of warcraft uh but yeah they they've had a ton of expansions And if, if, you know, the Guinness Book of World Records considers their stuff packs and, you know, all that other stuff as expansions, then, yeah, they're killing it. That's over 50. Um, But that but again, what we've learned over this time is that there was an awesome game that, you know, you know, in its in its inception was a game changer. The Sims was an absolute game changer. And it developed to become a huge franchise that, you know, gave a lot of people an ability to experience a different type of game to be played. But I believe that in its unfortunate progression, there comes the greed of, you know, the corporate entities that have ultimately ruined the game. Can the game get better? I'm thinking it can. I believe that if they release The Sims 5, I mean, to be honest, I would just go back and just name it Sims or The Sims, you know, again. And I would stop with all the hub flub and all the, you know, all of the, uh, you know, the hijinks as far as selling all these features and stuff. I think that they should really make a robust game and, you know, give these features as updates going forward if you keep people interested like people are going to continue to pay for and buy your game if you're implementing features that they want to play you know there, I, I, there's nothing wrong with you know 50 60 dollars you know every time you you hit somebody's interest as opposed to 50 dollars, $50, 60 dollars and then you're trying to tax somebody for you know an extra 20 to 30 like that just doesn't make sense to me i mean it it makes it makes business sense but it doesn't make you know it doesn't make me feel good and doesn't make sense to me so hopefully they do make a another game hopefully they do um you know think about how to get it back to basics i i really you know i really think. You know, I don't want to call EA a bad company because they're not a bad company. They've they've made many great games. They continue to make many great games. But there is something really special about Will Wright's, you know, original creation that at current they're just missing the mark with. They could totally get back to doing what that game did so many years ago and just charming a new generation of video game players. But, hey, that's uh, the history of The Sims. Uh, Hopefully you enjoyed uh, this episode and this knowledge and this understanding of this uh, particular franchise. Again, it's one of my favorite franchises. I just think it's unfortunate um, in their missteps, you know, like. But for 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 lack of my perception, this this franchise has sold over 110 million copies of their game. So, you know. It's not like they're uh, it's not like they're going on a downslope, but I would love to see them uh, become better for what we originally knew them as a fantastic game. Well, that's going to do it for me, guys. Um, I'm wishing you all a very, very good weekend. Um, the, you know, me recording this on Saturday and hopefully you're listening on Saturday. If you're not, then that's fine to have a good week, have a good whatever uh, time it is for you right now. Uh, do me that favor guys as always take care of yourselves and each other and I will see you guys next time bye guys